This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Hour one in the can, three to go. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ella, Matt Scravy, Sam Levitt, big thank you, came on, came into the studio, had a nice little powwow about Padres. The Padres baseball, the Padres state he, of affairs. He, he's just like uh, he's just like Scraby and the rest of them. <laughs> he's keeping the window wide open, saying, "Well, as of today, Bob Melvin is the manager, but it seems to me that they left a kind of crack there." I think he was just presenting the cases. All right, okay. I think he's fully on my side. Of course you do. Yeah, well, yeah. that's not a good place to be. Uh, that we is got, a good. Place. We got that's somebody on the, the line. wrong side to be on. We do, Jefferson. Jefferson. Welcome to the show, man. What's on your mind? Hi, guys. Happy birthday, Tony. Thank you. Um, hey, I have I have two questions. Uh, one is, whose decision do you think it was to keep pitching Ryan Weathers when we had Martinez in the bullpen? There was a stretch there where he was, I mean, he was really terrible, and we would get behind so early in the games. And they just kept throwing him. And that, to me, was very perplexing. And we all thought we had time in the season, but obviously we didn't. And then the, the second question is, will we have a, a center fielder next year that's, again, hitting under 200? Um, unbelievable that, that that's the best we can throw out there. I know he's great defensively, but that doesn't seem like a winning caliber center fielder to me. And, uh, anyway, I, I love your show, and I'd uh, love to hear your responses. Thank you, Jefferson. Uh, thank you for the phone call. Thank you for the questions. Um, I think going back, that was a, a stretch in maybe like June, right? To June, July. Maybe not even July. Maybe more June. Weather's got a few starts. Um, he pitched well early, but kind of faltered thereafter. He might not even have pitched well early. I can't remember at this point. Uh, but I think the idea behind having him throw was they didn't necessarily want to use Nick um, in that starting rotation um, for whatever reason. I'm not sure. Who, and I think the question was whose decision that was. I'm not sure. I would. I think it would be uh, irresponsible of me to to say one way or other. When I'm I'm not actually sure whose decision that is. Now I know in game. Um, Bo Mel and Ruben are making the decisions, but that doesn't mean that um, there wasn't conversations beforehand. And, and if there was, I, I wasn't privy to those. I'm not sure. Yeah. 
Uh, Ryan Weathers. Uh, Ryan Weathers did most of his pitching for the Padres in the months of May and June. May and June. Uh, okay. That's when he did. He started uh, six games there: three in May, three in June, and uh, yeah, he didn't pitch well in any of them. I, I think one game in Colorado, he got through three innings, allowed one run, and they took him out pretty early. But the other games, uh, yeah, he he got hit pretty good. I, I I think it was a collaborative decision to start him, but. I, I don't know that you can totally discount it. This is a guy. He actually pitched well in April. If you go back, okay, in so April, he did start. First, he did start. Right, well. His first okay. three starts were pretty good. That's uh, so you know they're hoping to catch some of that back. He's still a number one draft choice. You gotta, you gotta believe that you made the right call and give him some opportunities. I give you uh, a good example of that. As it turned out, he didn't pitch well, and it didn't make you know didn't look like you made the right call. I give you a good example of that, and and it's it's a lot of times called playing the long game, right? Um, and it worked for them last year. Remember, they had Mackenzie Gore in that spot last year, not knowing what he was going to do, um, but he pitched well for him. The other example I have is, is Luis Garcia last year, not this year. Last year, he struggled early, but they stayed with him, and then he ended up being a pretty important bullpen arm down the stretch and into the playoffs. Um, they didn't, with with you Darvish banged up, with Joe Musgrove banged up, um, Waka went down pretty early. You had to find innings in order to it without taxing your bullpen. And the the thing that Nick Martinez has in his tool tool shed is that he's versatile and that he he can pick up. But you can't overuse him in that spot, right? And so with multiple pitchers down, I don't think they had much of choice. And if you think about it, because guys like Garcia weren't throwing the ball well early, if you take Nick Martinez out of that bullpen and use him in the rotation, now your bullpen's suffering. And so, you know, I think in hindsight, or not in hindsight, it's easy to go back and be like, why was Ryan Weathers pitching in that spot? But if you think about it, they were starting rotation was beat up. Joe was still working his way back in May, or he was just coming back in May. Darvish was, or uh, not Darvish, Waka was a little bang. Seth Lugo had the calf injury around that time. And so you, you're trying to fill spots. Yeah. Uh, as far as this question about Trent Grisham, uh, I, I, for one, cannot run it back with Trent Grisham for a third straight year of hitting under 200. I'll be yeah. honest about that's that. Fair. That's fair. Uh, 242 in 2021, that's livable. But he didn't get back toward that this year. He He picked it up from 184 to 198. The OPS is still in the middle 600s. That's not enough for a center fielder. I, I, I don't think you can have a World Series team with the middle of your uh, outfield, you know, slugging or OPSing under it's 700. Just, it's just too. You're depending too much on the other pieces to so. to carry that weight. And, and when you have a year like this, it ends up really standing out even yes. more, right? If, if you have eight guys slugging the ball you know, go up and down the order, then you can get away with your number nine hitter hitting 200 and, you know, knocking a home run once in a while and playing gold glove defense. But that's assuming you have all that going. I, I would I would move on from Trent Grisham and go somewhere else, but I don't know where they're going to go and I don't know who they're going to get to take Trent Grisham if that is indeed how they choose. Yeah, so, you know, there's that. So uh, thank you for the call, Jefferson. Let's uh, hop into our daily gamut. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. 
Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. I am a child. Please, yes, everybody, gamble responsibly. Last night, we had a, a couple bets, and then we had a bet from Monday that we need to talk about. But Brandon Fott was our first bet. Uh, yeah, first bet last night. Pitcher for the Diamondbacks. It was over under four and a half strikeouts. All of us went over, and he only had four. So we all lose that bet. He was on his way to getting there. He was. He got he taken was. out of the game in the third inning. Well, so. he, was, he was giving up runs every inning. Yeah. You can't do no, that that's part of the that's part of the strategy of yeah. making those bets. Does Torrey Lavello know that we made enough. a bet on him getting one more strikeout? He might have given him one more batter if he knew. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm sure he would have. <laughs> uh, as long as one more batter. he didn't batter really care happening. about winning that game last night. No, no, no. It was cared our bet. more about trying to win the bets. Uh, Corbin Burns over under four and a half hits given up in his start yesterday. Uh-oh. He's gone. <laughs> uh, the Twins just, just bad base running. The Twins just uh, picked off Vlad Guerrero Jr. at second yeah, base. You could, you could rave your hand all you want, Vlad. That, and he's in out, a really buddy. precarious position on the field right now. <laughs> well, he wants a replay to save him. <laughs> he better hope that he got back. This... He's still doing it. Yeah, it was second and third. I would be doing with... that, too, if I just got picked it off second. It was second and third with two outs, trailing 2 nothing in the fifth inning. And Bo Bichette, one of the best hitters in the league at the plate. And a pickoff attempt on Vladimir Guerrero oh, by the Twins. Got, yeah, he just got caught looking. He Ooh, got he called got back. out. He might have got back. Did he get back he or not? He might have got back. They may he, have to review it. Yes, they're going to have to review it, and everybody needs to see Vladimir Guerrero Jr. laying on the field for a good <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> Corbin Burns over under four and a half hits in the game last night, given up, and he gave up five hits. Chris was under, so he was the only one correct on that. Tony and I both went over on that one. Uh, Zach Wheeler, over under 17 and a half outs last night in his start. All of us went over, and all of us were correct. He had 20 outs in the game last night. Pitched well. and then Very well. Yeah, he's a playoff Again. ace. Yeah, Vlad's about to be out here. Yeah, Vlad's uh, protests aside, I think it's going to be an out call. The last the one. Inning's going to go away for Toronto. Mm, MLB. A- all the teams yesterday in their scoring over under 30 runs. Chris went over. I went over. over Tony went under, and it was under 22 runs. Only 22 yeah, runs in not, the first games. Yeah, yeah not pitching not many continues to dominate in the playoffs. Yes. All right, Chris. What are your bets today? All right, here we go. Uh, we got uh, three bets for today while they uh, make a decision on this. And yes, Guerrero was indeed called out. So oh, that's a big that's just spot, a huge blunder right there. You cannot get picked off there with your best hitter at the plate. Yeah. Down two. Yeah, Twins hang on to a 2-0 lead after four and a half innings. They're trying to close out that series. Earlier, Texas closed out Tampa Bay. That Correa in his ankle, Seven man. 7-1. <laughs> Correa snuck just, in just behind He's making plays. Yeah, you can't. That's that's bad. Base running. Not great coaching either. you got to be watching your guy out there. Yeah, I don't know. With that loud crowd, it doesn't matter who's on first. He was just <laughs> standing there. 
Can't wander off. No. All right, we got our favorite uh, college football team playing tonight. They're at home, Jacksonville State, oh. hosting Middle Tennessee State. Oh. Jacksonville State, keep, they get on TV often here. Yeah, lately. well, they're playing on Wednesday nights, so that uh, gets you a <laughs> TV helps. spot. Uh, Jacksonville State is a three-point favorite over Middle Tennessee State, a team that beat the Aztecs in a bowl game last year. Uh, I'll go first. I don't usually go first, but I got to stick with our guys. Jacksonville State, minus three. I'll take them. Uh, Tony, who do you like? Uh, do you want to look this Jacksonville up? Jacksonville State some... was the heavy favor last time, They were right? favored by seven last week, and they won by seven, so it was a push. Okay. And yeah. today they're favored by three? Right. Yes. They're at home today. Yeah, last give, me, week give, me, give me Jackson State. Going for Jacksonville State. All right. Scraby, you want to be the contrarian? Of course. I'm going to be a Blue Raider, baby. Middle Tennessee. All right. MTU. You got him. Or Um, MTS. Those are my initials. I didn't even get that. (laughs) (laughs) Such a child. Anything will entertain him. (laughs) Those are my initials. Put me me in the corner with a box and I'll play with it. Um, Arizona at Milwaukee tonight. Diamondbacks have their ace on the hill, Zach Gallen. Over under five and a half hits allowed mm. by Zach Gallon tonight, Tony. Five and a half hits. Over under for Zach Gallon. Under. Under. All right. Uh, Scraby, hmm. what are you doing here? Five and a half hits is the total for Gallon. He's been very good. I'm going to say under. He's been great. I'll be the contrarian. I'll go over uh, just on the assumption that he's going to pitch seven innings and. Maybe give up over five and a half hits. Mm, okay. All right. But the Diamondbacks, they close out the Brewers. That'd be a surprise. Certainly. Uh, next up in that winner of that series is the Dodgers, by the way. Uh, Aaron Nola starts for the Phillies tonight against the Miami Marlins. Phillies looking to close out this series. Will Nola get an out in the sixth inning? His over-under for outs is 15 and a half. Which means he would need to record one out in the sixth inning to go over Scraby. Mm, Aaron Nola. That's him. Sixth inning. Sixth inning. You know, I don't know why, but I just don't have as good of a feel about his start. So don't I'm have a vibe. Under. You're going to go under. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go over. Okay. But um, why are you going over? Um, because I think the Marlins are uh, ripe to be beaten again tonight, and I just I think Aaron Nola is one of the better pitchers in the league. When he's on. He should be on tonight. Go Get into the sixth inning. Yeah, I concur. I'm going the same way. You're going to go the same way. All right. There are our bets for tonight. We'll see how it all turns out. Indeed. So we put another daily gambit to rest. Let's, uh, let's get to break. When we come back, more Gwen and Chris coming your way here. Some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the program. 321 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Glenn Jr., Matt Scraby, all together in our Odyssey Palace studios on the baseball scoreboard. Twins continue to lead the Blue Jays 2-0 at the end of five complete now in Minnesota. Twins already have the first game in that series, looking to wrap it up. Uh, big play in this game, last half inning, Vladimir Guerrero picked off second base as the uh, Blue Jays threatened with runners in second and third. Bo Bichette, who's two for two in the game, was at the plate with a chance to tie it up. A base hit would have tied it, but Guerrero got picked off, and uh, that uh, ended the threat. So the Twins hang on to a 2 nothing lead in this game. Carlos Correa has driven in the uh, lone RBI in this one for Minnesota. Uh, earlier today, Texas eliminated Tampa Bay 7-1. to Home runs from Adelise Garcia, Evan Carter, and the Rays did not score until the seventh inning. That snapped a 33-inning scoreless streak for Tampa Bay in postseason play. But it was far too little too late for the Rays, who were ousted too straight. Texas and Bruce Bochy move on to Baltimore to take on the Orioles in the divisional round. National League playoffs come up a little later tonight. If you're just tuning in, Padres uh, general manager A.J. Preller announced today that Bob Melvin is coming back next season as manager of the Friars. For some reason, not everybody believes A.J. Preller, but uh, I'm going to take what he said at face value anyway and uh, assume that Bo Mel will be back for 2024. Uh, A.J. Preller also discussed some of the uh, potential uh, discord in the organization and downplayed most of it during his news conference earlier today. A couple of NFL notes for you guys. Week number four of the National Football League season is already in the books, so week five is coming up starting tomorrow night. There's only two people west of the Mississippi that are happy about this game tomorrow night. And those two people are you and I, Tony, because it gets us off the show early. Yes, it does. But other than that, who cares about (laughs) Bears and Commanders tomorrow night at 5.15? I do. We will carry the game uh, here on 97.3 The Fan. But uh, some of the better matchups this weekend, I I, I don't know if there's really a whole bunch of great ones. Eagles visit the Rams. Uh, I think the Sunday night game is pretty good between Dallas and San Francisco. And then a game that at the beginning of the season was going to really be interesting because of all of the uh, 
comments by Sean Payton in the offseason, but the Jets finally play the Broncos. <laughs> and remember what Sean Payton said oh about gosh. Nathaniel Hackett and how he did the worst coaching job in the history of pro sports. This could be the best poetic justice of all so, time. We'll Zach the- Wilson, who has not beaten anybody, yeah. could come in and what if he just like fillets? And it's very possible he could fillet Denver's defense because they yeah, can't not good. stop anything. No. I mean, they gave up 28 to the Bears last week. Dog, they can were you lucky. imagine? Did come back and win that game. Can they gave Im- up, of course, 70 the week the before that. The memes are going to be outrageous yeah. if the Jets win this, especially if they put up like a 30 spot on them. Yeah. Oh, Sean, Payton's, for that. Uh, Sean Payton's comments may come back to haunt. And by the way, Jets running back Brees Hall will return uh, to a full workload. Uh, he uh, actually suffered his knee injury last year. In a game at Denver. Oh, man. And he's uh, returning to Denver. I don't like that. And uh, Robert Sala saying today that he is removing the playing time restrictions from Brees Hall. When you talk about a uh, free agent move that was made with a bunch of hullabaloo. Hullabaloo? And hasn't, yes. yeah, and hasn't amounted to much of anything. Yes. You'd have to talk about Dalvin Cook going to the Jets. Don't remind me. Oh, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Sounds like Tony took a fantasy flyer. Yeah, he has flyer. not done much, and now it looks like you'll get even less opportunities if they're going to give Brees Hall the bulk of the work. So, man, another case of why, and I, you know, it, I hate to see it, but yeah, you start to you see this why guy was team. great last Dude, year, wasn't he? You, you see, and maybe listen, maybe it's early and he can get back, but I've watched a few. He just. I don't know. Either the holes are closing up faster or he not getting to them faster. Yeah, he looks lost two. right now for the Jets. But uh, that was a big deal when they got Dalvin Cook. Seems as though they're moving on without him uh, or without much of him. Uh, quarterback Joe Burrow says the Bengals must win uh, Sunday in Arizona. He said, I'm calling this a must-win game. We are just 1-3. We can't afford to fall any further back. Uh, Burrow's uh, been dealing with that calf injury. This is the first time all year, though, that he's not listed on the team's injury report. Do you Whether hear some... that means he's healthy or not, I don't know. But he has not looked good no. at all this year. Now, you want to hear some hot gossip from my Cincinnati friend who's a big guy? What's, uh, what's the hot gossip? That everybody's mad at the coach, coaching staff and everybody who runs that team for allowing him to play injured for the first four weeks of the season. Yeah, well, I think they, they bought some I leeway. think him injured is still better than what they have behind him. I don't him. even know who they have behind him. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. That's, that's the, uh, the answer that the coaching staff could have. But there's no question that Joe Burrow does not look himself out there. And uh, it's costing the Bengals early in this season. Uh, how long does Matt Eberflus have as head coach of the Chicago Bears? This team has not won a game in more than 11 months. Oh. Remember, they lost their last, what was it, nine or ten games last year? Yeah, something and they've crazy. They've lost four to start this season. Eberflus, 3-18 uh, and 18 as head coach of the Bears. That's the worst mark in franchise history. But uh, he said that uh, he's got the full support of his uh, people there in Chicago. Uh-oh. Uh oh. So that could be a yeah, that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. That's right? usually a bad this, thing, depending if, on how you want to look at it. It's usually not a good thing when the coach is saying how the owner feels. You know, that, those type of folks usually speak for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, they usually come out and say, I uh, I am behind him. Right, or they don't say anything. Yeah, said Eberflus, mm. I feel the support. I haven't talked to anybody, but I feel <laughs> that, the support. That, <laughs> so, I haven't talked to have anybody. It. He hasn't talked to anybody. Oh, that's the, 
That's the ultimate right there. Yeah. He hasn't, hasn't even had a conversation. He's, He's literally th- drumming up his own support. <laughs> Doing what he can. He is drumming up his own support. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that he said that. That's hilarious. Yeah. There was a trade in the NFL today. The uh, New England Patriots have agreed to acquire cornerback J.C. Jackson from the L.A. Chargers. Chargers... I believe signed Jackson as a free agent away from New England. Yes, for a couple like of years five ago. years, $80 million. Yeah, now he's, it was five years, $82 million last wow. year, yeah. But he's going back to New England. This is a weird situation. It's kind of a weird trade, seems like that to mean, me. That means, dude. Chargers are going to get a sixth-round draft pick out of this. Well, what and happened? And they gave up a draft pick, too. That's the crazy part. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I, I, I don't understand that. <laughs> What happened was he, I guess, uh, he had a warrant out for his arrest or something small. I, I it was like traffic it. court. He didn't deal with his traffic court or something. And so they made him inactive, and he was saying he didn't understand why he was inactive, but there was a warrant out for his arrest. And then all of a sudden, he's in New England now. I, I think they were looking. Chargers were looking a way to get from under this. They yeah. have realized it hasn't worked out. You know, yeah. and... You know what I feel bad for sometimes is when uh, corners have something bad happen. Someone just posts the burnt toast picture right <laughs> under it because they say J.C. Jackson is. And it says burnt toast. He's not any more burnt toast than that number four for the Dolphins was last week. <laughs> He's getting cooked. So Man, I'm still angry at that guy. Uh, one more thing from the NFL. Jonathan Taylor. Has returned to the Indianapolis Colts. This ought to make you feel a little yeah. bit better, Tony. I know he's on uh, one of your fantasy he teams. Is. He's on both of them. All pro oh. running back. Returned to practice today. Joined the Colts on the field for the first time since last December. Love it. And everybody says uh, bygones be bygones. Uh, tight end Mo Alley come here and work and will always welcome you back with open arms. Taylor has been at odds with the Colts since the offseason for the uh, organization's decision not to grant his request for a contract extension. Uh, so, I don't know. Can Jonathan Taylor play with the Colts? I Does he know. step in and carry the ball right away? What do, do they do? do? How do we say the head coach's name for Oh, Shane Steichen. Steichen. Yeah. I'm glad you told me that because I was yes. sure enough going to butcher that when I, on my own. Uh-huh. Um, I know during the early episodes of the Jonathan Taylor saga with Jim Ursay. Got yeah. that one right too. That's two nice in a row. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. Don't bring up uh, don't bring up the quarterback <laughs> of the Lions. Must be your birthday. <laughs> you mean Jeff? <laughs> Jeff Dobbs. Yeah, Just kidding. Yeah. Jared. Um uh I do remember Steichen, right? Yeah. I remember him telling us that all was well uh when Jonathan Taylor was pissed off. And then the next thing I know, Jim Ursay is just dogging him, and all of a sudden he's on the PUP. So I'm not taking Steichen for any of his words. I, once I see on Sunday when I get up and um, Adam Scheffler tells me something along Schefter? the Schefter? Schefter, excuse me. I had butchered that uh, You one. had two in a row. <laughs> you were on a roll there for a moment. Adam Schefter tells me something along the lines of he will play, uh, then I'll believe that he's going to play. All right. I kind of feel like after he's seen Anthony Richardson be a pretty effective quarterback, and you think that's going to help him come back. He don't. Wanna, I think he, he probably he doesn't want to get paid anymore. I think he wants. No, I think that he will come back for this season, show what he can do, and then try to get paid. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going to welcome him back with open arms when he does step on the 
as a as a one in what, three now one in three yeah. uh, fantasy team. Yeah, well, I need some help. I heard you lost to Scraby last week. I don't it know was where a close I kept one, hearing though. that it was over and over one. again on the show. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was close, one fifty seven to one twenty two. You have just no <laughs> life. I know. Yeah, no, you have. You just have no understanding of reading the room around you. He doesn't care. Continuing to just blast Tony for knocking him hey, off. You know this what week. the worst part is? Is Tony hasn't said one thing back to me. So you Mm-mm. would think I would get sick of I, doing listen, it. I don't have anything to say at this point. <laughs> it has been that kind of year yeah. so far. So. The truth hurts. I it guess. does. It does. So. All right. When we come back, we're going to bring back an old favorite. Uh, it's been a while since we've done a good rate the radio call. So we'll uh, get into some of the highlights out there, and uh, we'll uh, see how they sound uh, when we come back. More Gwen and Chris headed your way. This hour of Gwen and Chris is brought to you by Belmont Parks Fall Festival. Belmont Parks Fall Festival is going on now. Fun for kids and adults. Join us for iconic rides, a pumpkin patch, a seasonal beer on tap, and their very popular glow swim and pumpkin plunge. Ooh. Yeah. No, do you guys decorate for uh, Halloween? Oh, oh, Tony's a Halloween family. My my family. And I'm not a Halloween guy. But You're not. The rest of my family. Will so, you not, therefore, will I you am. you not dress up in an outfit to hand out candy? No, I won't dress up in an outfit to hand out yeah, candy. Nor will I. <laughs> I was talking to one of my neighbors the other day. He said that he enjoys putting on the clown mask from the movie It. I can see that. And sitting there motionless when kids come up, little kids, <laughs> that's cold. and don't know whether he's that real brutal. or not, no, no, that's messed and up. hand out candy, and then he'll make a sudden move, and they'll go screaming to their parents. Does that guy realize that yeah, he's going to that cause that was problems the nicest thing I've heard. Real quick, uh, the, go- that's not the, nice, Chris, the glow the swim way. and the pumpkin pledge are back. Uh, they also include some pumpkin decoration, fall crafts, and more. Fall f- activities are waiting for you at Belmont Parks Fall Festival. I am still scarred from uh, a house I went to as a youngin. There we go. Where, really? Uh, yes. It looked like, I don't know what he had on, but as I remember it in my head today, he looked like a mannequin. Oh. And it was like he was fully dressed. The, the Whatever it looked like, it was like hard. It didn't look like it was actual clothing. But all I know is I rung that doorbell and this thing got up. I don't know. I probably ran. I probably you could have clocked me. I probably was in the four <laughs> three area at that point. I was like eight. That's how fast I got up. See, that you hill. need to tell your this guy, Chris, that he's scarring, he's scarring kids for life. Kids for life. Uh, I don't know. I kind of want to invite him over to our place and uh, see him in action. The, I want to see how it works. If that happens, Chris, you need to take video of that for sure. Yeah. Versus, Have you ever seen the uh, video of the guy who's like a... The clown dro- from It is scary. It's just very scary. looking at that thing. I have In not general. watched that movie because of that clown. Yeah. Uh, it's a great movie. I've seen the original. I've seen pieces of the original. Yeah. Well, Scraby just called another movie great. The <laughs> 400,000 great it's, movie that it's he's in seen. A, it's in a library of great movies <laughs> I am, that he, he has put all. together. I am locked in on horror movies right now. And Have you seen the new, com- to me. The new commercial for the new Exorcist? Oh, yeah, I want to see it. There is no shot in hell oh, I'm, I'm going to see that. I'm going to see it for sure. Yeah, oh, my Lord. I don't know if I'll see it in the theater, but I'll definitely. <laughs> Why won't you see it in the theater? Because I don't go to movies by myself. Why not? Maybe I will. Okay. Maybe I will. But the movie Talk to Me. 
It, it's it sounds dumb, but it's actually which one really is, good. Which, is that a is it, that a new one? It's a new one, but it's about uh, someone gets a a psychic's a psychic dies. They get the hand of a psychic, and they embalm it. And then if you like shake the hand and you say some words, then all of a sudden you have like a ghost in front. It's really good. Who would want that? It's really good. Didn't Chris, understand Chris, anything Chris, about that. Chris, would you want a ghost in front of you? Like, honestly. Nope. No, I wouldn't either. I think Don't you say, it. talk to me, and then all of a sudden something will appear in front of you, and it yeah, will no. be like that either sounds... a scary ghost or a cool yeah, so ghost. So you got to roll the dice on that, too. Yeah, the scary ghosts are scary. Yeah, I'm good. We're going to go to traffic and then rate the radio. Call. Oh, yeah. There you go. He throws, it's caught. Nixon streaking down the sideline to the 20. Gets a block oh, baby, from Chase baby. and runs it into the end. We got some radio calls. Gwen and Chris are going to rate them. A right-handed hitter back in there. Strasburg ready to go. It's rate the radio call. The one-two pitch slider. Strike three ball. A no-hitter. On 97.3 The Fan. All right, rate the radio call. Something we will be having more often now that the Padres season is over. What we do here is I bring some of the calls that have been made in the last week or so, and I give them, I play them, and then the guys have to rate them between one and ten. And we got a bunch of football today, and we also have. Do we have a baseball one? We do have a baseball one. So let's start with our football one, and it's going to be. The Washington Commanders and the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. This is the last play of the game. The Commanders were down twenty-four to thirty or thirty-one twenty-four, and uh, Sam Howell needed to throw a touchdown pass for the Commanders to t- try to tie it up to go to overtime. Here is the Commanders Radio Network. Washington needs the score. Second and goal from the ten. Snap to Howell. Surveying. Throws to the end zone. Touchdown! 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 And this is why you want Jahan Dawson into the game. When you have two great receivers like Terry McCorn and Jahan Dawson, you get those guys a chance. This is the biggest catch of Jahan Dawson's young career. Unreal. Went right. up and grabbed it. It was Let's... over his head. Reels it in. And now Joey Sly is on Going to tie the game. He's got to make this. The tie. <laughs> like how she what, says, what it. did she finish with there? <laughs> Going for the tie, but listen to her. She starts and then she says, "Whoops!" And then she talks over the guy again. Went right. up and grabbed it. It was Let's... over his head. <laughs> and then she does it again. Anyway, Chris, you're up first. One to ten, rate that radio call. Three, a three. Yeah, not for the reasons you think. Because uh, there's three people on the call. Yeah, three people yelling. But on a tie game, on the last play of the game, I'm almost going to give you some latitude. To yell and scream a little bit, they just tied the game. I uh, probably too much yelling and screaming for my my taste, but I I uh, I instruct anybody out there who heard that call to describe the play because yeah. he never described it. You don't have any idea no. where the ball was thrown. You don't know if it was to the right, to the left, to the middle. You don't know if the quarterback rolled out. You don't know if he caught it over a defender. He was wide open. He was in the back corner of the end zone, the middle of the end zone. You don't know anything. Did he catch it and run into the end zone? No description of any kind is given to that play. And for a radio call, that's unforgivable. I give it a three. 
Tony, one to ten, rate that radio call. I honestly was going to have you play it again because I was like, I don't remember what happened in the play, but Chris kind of just <laughs> he just confirmed what I thought I yeah. knew the first time, which is that you don't know what happened on the play. Uh, it also made me think about man how difficult and how you know I guess good they were to have a three man crew on Monday Night Football for a while because that seems. Chaotic, right? Yeah, there. it was chaotic. I, yeah. I, you can get away with it in a sport like baseball, where there's downtime and there's time for kind of everybody to chime in at different points. Football is kind of kind of tough to do that. Yeah, at least one person's going to be out, right? And, and you you spend so much time kind of explaining the play before and how it's set up that it doesn't really lend itself for for three. And so that was a problem. But um, I think the main issue is what Chris talked about, right? Is that we really didn't. We really weren't just as on a on a radio call. That would not have helped me understand what had happened. The only thing I know is they scored. <laughs> if my if my wife came and said, "Honey, what what just happened?" Uh, I don't know. They scored though. I think they scored. Yeah, they did score. I don't know exactly what happened though. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Your wife would have responded. Moving on. So Notre Dame was playing Duke over the weekend. They were on the road at Duke. They were down fourteen to thirteen with less than a minute to go in the game. This is going to be a little bit of a mashup of the last two plays. So here is the Notre Dame radio network. He's on the left hash on the forty-seven. He has three pass catchers to his right. Three-man rush. Sam stands in, runs out to his right on the 50, steps up. He could run, runs across the 40, 35, 30, and he got it. Yes! He got there. Yes! He got to the 29. 41 seconds left. Hands off to Estime up the middle. Keeps his Come feet on! running. He'll do it. He'll score. Five. Touchdown, Irish. Audric Estime puts Notre Dame back on top. All right, lots going on there, Tony. One I need, to, to, hear, I need to hear. Call. Can I hear that last call one more time? The oh yes, the, yes, the yes, touchdown. The second touchdown. Here it is. Hands off to Estime up the middle. Keeps his feet running. He'll do it. He'll score. Five touchdown, Irish. I know what you're looking for, yep. and he delivered. He gave it to me. He gave it to me. I, I mean, I would have liked to hear him finish the actual call. He got so excited. He said he's going to make it, and then he hit, went back to the five-yard line. So in my mind, he was like right there in the end zone, and he he backstepped a couple steps. Yeah, he jumped out. And he jumped, and jumped backwards back and then went back. <laughs> um, because of that, I'm going to give it a six and a half. A six and a half. Yeah. Okay. I he thought gave, this one was going to give more. I, I mean, I love the energy. I love the energy, but I think he's got to stay. I'll give it a seven. You got to okay. be a little more composed, and then you can let all that out. Okay. Or – or even if he wanted to be composed, he wasn't going to be composed. He didn't need to go back and get me with the five. And then <laughs> he could have just stayed with it, and I would have been fine with it. Chris, one to ten, rate that radio call. Well, I just think he needs to be more composed so that I can understand what he was saying. I mean, he, he <laughs> to me, he was like somebody running as fast as they can and going so fast that they knock themselves down on the ground because their legs are moving faster than they can keep up with. This guy was talking faster than his voice could keep up with. So I, I, I totally lost, uh, lost what he was saying. But the, I'm going to give him a seven also because his previous play call was really yeah, it was good. Money. Yeah. It was money. That's what you should do. Rolling out to the right, taking off to run, 35, 30, needs to get, gets to the 29. He got there first down. You know, that's, that's a good radio call. I could, I could picture that. The other one was just a mishmash of a hand up and then a, bun- a hand off and then a bunch of screaming which I would assume as a listener was a touchdown. But from 30 yards out, you know, to me, there needed to be a little bit of explanation what was going on.
All right. Going to another college football call. Ole Miss or Mississippi, as our, our Chris versus the fans player said yesterday. But Ole Miss was playing LSU. LSU was down by six in this game, 55-49. And this is the final play of the game, Ole Miss Radio. There's the snap. Two-man rush. Daniels wants to throw. He's being chased by Cedric Johnson. Now steps back to the left. Throws toward the back of the end zone. The pass is going to be deflected and incomplete. No flag. Ole Miss has won over LSU 55-49. to Wow. What a game. What a game. And they're pouring onto the field. We'll pay the fine. Yes, sir. <laughs> Chris, 1-10 to 10 rate that radio call. That's uh, pretty good. Um, I, I'd have to hear the throw again. Can we hear it one more time? See, yeah, I need to hear where the throw went. Okay, here we go. Did he say the back of the end zone? I he think did. He, did. Yeah, he, did. he did. He did. Here it is. It was pretty There's good. the snap. Two-man rush. Daniels wants to throw. He's being chased by Cedric Johnson. Now steps back to the left. Throws toward the back of the end zone. The pass is going to be deflected. Yeah, pretty good. I'll give him an eight. All solid. Right. Very good. I give him a high high grade on yeah, that one. No, that's that's solid. I give I give it an eight as well. I have to I have to think that if you're the play by play guy for Ole Miss, you have to be pretty good. Those jobs are probably pretty hard to get in that yeah, part of the country. Yeah, for sure. They don't play around with their football either. So no, if you no, if no. you're half stepping, they get you up out of there quick. Yeah. All right, uh, we have two more calls, both playoff baseball calls. This one is from yesterday when Royce Lewis hit a two-run home run to start the game for the Twins. Here it is, Twins Radio Network. And the pitch. Swing a high drive, deep left field, backing up Barsha on a run, turning. It's gone. Home run. Royce Lewis will touch them all. A two-run shot to light him up here in Minneapolis. All right, Tony. One to ten, rate that radio Can I call. Hear one more time. Yes, yes, you may. And the pitch, swing a high drive, deep left field, backing up Barshow on a run, turning, it's gone. Home run. Royce Lewis will touch them all. A two-run shot to light them up here in Minneapolis. All right, what do you think? Solid call, seven. A seven, okay. Yeah. All right, solid call. Chris? I go a little higher. I go a nine. Really? Yeah, I was good. I mean, uh, I got no mistakes there. I got uh, the left fielder turning, which let me know that the ball was probably going to fly out of the yard. I like that little uh, Interesting. addition to the call. I could have used a little more energy. That's Maybe it. a, ton, I was gonna a say. touch more as early in the game. It was not matching. It is, wait, that was the series. second one, wasn't it? No, no that, was that was the first, the first one. one. Oh. So. That's not matching the energy that was in the stadium, though. That's true because that place was going. It's going bunkers right now. It was going bunkers yesterday yeah, too. Yeah, and it, you know, I think you how many games that they lost consecutively? Eighteen. <laughs> I guess Chris is right. I mean, early in the game, you can't be like jumping out the window on the first, you know, first run of the game. How it was like second inning, third inning? I think that was first inning actually. First inning, yeah, yeah bottom of the first. Okay, I tell you, you know what? I revise eight, eight and a half, eight oh, and a half, getting up there. All right, all right. Um, I'm getting a word from Sam Levitt that might not be Twins Radio, but... I'm about to say, that sounded like ESPN. I got it from our our source that we usually get it from, but... That sounded like ESPN. That sounded like so the that crew that did it yesterday. So that that definitely shows why he wasn't more excited. Yes. So that was an ESPN. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Last one. Thanks for listening so closely, Sam. Well, he, he even knows the name of the guys. I mean, Sam's locked in on the play-by-play guys. Yeah, that, I was about to say that didn't sound like it's that. It's Dave O'Brien, he says. That's, oh. I was about to say that's exactly who it sounded like. And well, I know we know that was good. because Dave came into uh, the booth when Boston was here, who was ah. the Boston's head guy. 
Okay. He's also a good ESPN guy. Yes. Thank you, Sam. All right, so we can't put that on the the, the we can't put no. the excitement on those announcers because no. they yeah. were just national radio announcers. They were, uh, yeah, national. Radio. Last one, Diamondbacks yesterday against the Brewers, and this would be three three Diamondbacks at the plate. Diamondbacks Radio Network. They don't look nervous at all right now. Nobody. 2-2. High drive. Left center field. This one is deep. And this one is gone. A monster home run from Gabby Moreno. His first of the postseason. And the Diamondbacks jump in front. It's 4-3. I don't know who's first. Chris, 1-10 rate that radio call. Uh, Six. I I, I thought that's like a more exciting. Should have been uh, a much more exciting home run. 3-3. Breaks the tie, middle of the game. Puts the Diamondbacks ahead in a game they had trailed 3 nothing. I need a little bit more there. The description was fine. Left center field, et cetera. Kind of had a feel for it, but I didn't have a – I didn't uh, – I didn't uh, – no hairs on my uh, arm stood up. Yeah. Can I hear it one more time, please? Uh, yes, 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 you may. They don't look nervous at all right now. Nobody. 2-2, high drive, left center field. This one is deep, and this one is gone. A monster home run from Gabby Moreno, his first of the postseason. And the Diamondbacks jump in front. It's 4-3. to three. Tony? Oh, there it is. I was looking for my, 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 I'll give it a, I'll give it a 7. A 7? Yeah. A little better. All right. Give it a 7. Well, there's our calls today. There bada we bing, go. Thank you for boom. playing. All right. Bada uh, boom. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Two nothing game still. Uh, Minnesota is. Minnesota. Game of inches though, right, Tony? It 100% is. Matt Chapman hit a line drive down the left field line with the bases loaded. Two outs in the sixth. The ball landed about a foot foul. Yep. That would have given Toronto the lead instead of he made out on the next pitch. And granted to a 6-4-3 double play, which was also gotten by inches. Yeah. And so besides, that, Toronto didn't have any more challenges at this point because they used theirs on the Because on the Vlad play. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, still 2 nothing. Twinkies. Still 2 nothing in the Twin City. More Man, going to Chris on the way. Hungry. Book an Instagram at 97.3 The Fan. KWFN and KWFN HD1 San Diego. This is Manny Machado. Lined and caught at third by Machado. The Padres play here on San Diego's number one sports station. 97.3 The Fan. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 